Welcome to Hawkeye's History, the podcast where we talk about the salacious historical events that you definitely didn't learn about in high school. My name is Belle. And my name's Ellen. And what's the hot goss? Well, you tell me, Ellen. (laughs) (laughs) So today we're talking about Benjamin Franklin. You may or may not have heard of him, Belle. (laughs) In my head, I'm thinking about uh, the key and the lightning. Um, My mom actually got me a mug uh, that has, uh, it's got like Ben Franklin like holding a kite string. Yes. And there's a little like notch for like a tea bag. So the little like label of the tea comes out. So it's like he's holding a kite. Oh my gosh, how cute. Yeah, it's pretty precious. Uh, Shout out for Chickadee's Houghton. Uh, You can buy a mug there. Um, (laughs) I think they still have them. (laughs) Ellen, what are we drinking today? Having a little bit of uh, Prosecco from our favorite TJ's, Trader Joe's. Yeah, TJ's is Blanc de Blanc. Um, (laughs) Only the finest here. Okay, so Ben Franklin. All right, so today, Ben Franklin, and specifically focusing in on his many trysts throughout his life, his uh, real interest in the women of the time okay this was all news to me when i started researching i kind of think of benjamin franklin as like the country's grandpa and you know really sweet and wholesome and like he liked the turkey because it was sensible as our nation's animal like that's the (laughs) benjamin franklin i have in my brain you know his little half half haircut like grandpa haircut and his little ben franklin glasses (laughs) fun side note in college i had these really like tiny wireframe glasses um and my roommates Allie and Sarah would call them my Ben Franklin glasses (laughs) I mean I have like a wire gold glass I have a pair of wire gold glasses that they're kind of I would say they're more John Lennon-y but like I really need to see a picture at some point I would say the difference is yours are probably done with intention and you probably look very cool mine were not done with intention and uh I did not look very cool. Let's put it that way. There was a reason okay. I wear contacts all the time. Okay, I, I feel like Gen Z makes everything a vibe. And I feel like we were still in the leftover millennial phase of like, we just didn't look that cute Mm-mm. until we glue up and like glue up, glue it up. But like Gen Z just looks cool. Yeah. They didn't have the, the awkward face. No. Okay. So Ben Franklin was a whore. He basically, basically, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get into it. Um, and we'll kind of walk through some of the main yeah. lady friends that he had in his life. So, but we can start at the very beginning. Yeah. So Ben Franklin was born in 1706 on January 17th and he was born in Boston. Hi. He was born to parents, Josiah Franklin and Abba. Folger. His father was a candle maker, which for some reason That's really so tickled wholesome. me pink. I, I really <laughs> did love it. Um, and his father was born in England and then with his first wife emigrated here to the Americas. And his father actually had 17 children total, which again, mind blowing. Wow. And Franklin was the, I think the 15th child okay, and wait. the 10th son. Okay. So like question yeah so like i know people were just like banging them out like rabbits because yeah. most of them would die how many of them of the 17 actually lived to adulthood like we know this i don't know that that's a really good question that maybe i'll look up and add at the end yeah. um, <laughs> but he had two wives his one wife first wife died and then ben is the product of the second yeah union okay. and good question though but 15 child overall out of 17 so okay. big family and that did kind of limit Ben and his, yeah. like, what he was going to do next. His family wanted him to go and be part of the clergy, but they just did not have enough money because, you know, first son gets, you know, all the inheritance, blah, 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 yeah. down till the 10th. It's like, oh, we don't really have that much left over for you. Mm-hmm. So didn't have enough money for him to, like, go to official clergy schooling, which also I think is a fun juxtaposition of, like, we want him to be a priest, and then he ended up just really banging everyone he could so that was really interesting to me as well and he actually only had two years of formal education and then goes on to be like you know one of the greatest minds yeah like what is the silence do good letters yep yep that was him so that's his very early life and kind of things to think about at the top too like ben franklin for those who don't have much background he was a printer an author an inventor like bell was mentioning um 
you know, yeah. a scientist found uh, electricity and a diplomat, and he invented things like the lightning rod, bifocals, flexible catheter, which I thought was oh, kind like, of like a, the thing you like. You put, oh, okay, yeah. okay, side note, side note. So I did look it up. <laughs> I am shooketh, but unless I'm just terrible at Google sleuthing, it looks like all 17 siblings survived to adulthood, which is like. Damn, that's that, insane. Some good genes. Those are like that's some. Those are some top notch, some top notch eggs right that's, there. Or maybe it's some top notch sperm, but like maybe sperm because it was two ladies. That's true. Yeah, and some top notch sperm. Like Josiah, you were <laughs> picking, man. <laughs> Other notable things that he did: he did the the silence two good letters, mm-hmm. the poor Richard's almanac. Um, he made some musical instruments. And he also invented, like, a fun pair of swim fins, which got him, like, inducted to the Swim Hall of Fame. Wait, like flippers? Like flippers. <laughs> he, like, loved to swim. Yeah. I'm never going to not call them swim fins. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what inspired me to put that in my notes as swim fins, I, but yeah, it's flippers. See, I'm, I'm glad you did. Like, <laughs> that's great. All right. So Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. He didn't end up being a clergyman. Yeah. He ends up going to be an apprentice for his brother James at the age of 12. Okay. And he's, like, working in the printing the trade there. Okay. And then the first mention I found of his, like, real interest in the ladies was that at the age of 14, he apparently was, like, super interested in the doxies of Boston Commons. Doxies apparently like, is another word for a sex worker okay, okay, yeah, or yeah, prostitute. Yeah, yeah. So that was a fun little tidbit to so, add. Wait, did, did he swipe his V-card with the doxy? unclear it multiple sources said like he had interest in them Mm -hmm. which i think means wink wink nudge nudge maybe tested some things out but like okay also part of me thinks so like for the most part sex workers i know and all the research i've done about sex workers that are that most of them are like a pretty like they have like a very dry sense of humor and they're funny so i guarantee they've been like Like, this like little... you're so precious. Like, you're a little horny shit. But, like, <laughs> no, no, Ben, go home. I like that. I like maybe, that. Maybe not. Him. They were like, okay, you all righty. Like, didn't you make him pay? They're just, okay, all right, let's roll it up. We'll, we'll give you a good time. Yeah. Get you uh, hooked, which worked, if that was yeah. the intent. <laughs> also, do we, what was the going rate for a doxy at this time? I, I don't know. Like, you're good. I'm just curious. But, yeah, like... Uh, I also don't know where we'd find that information. Right, what is a... Part of me thinks that it was either a lot more expensive because it was, like, a bigger deal, or it was cheaper because a lot more women had to resort to survival sex work because Mm. they couldn't inherit anything. So, I don't know. Or maybe it was the same, but... Anyway, all right. So he had some interest in the doxies. interest in the doxies. Mm-hmm. That's that's the the going. That'd be a sick band name, by the way. The doxies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fun. Another fun fact: my high school boyfriend, his mm-hmm. mother didn't like me and called me a hussy. <gasps> I know that bitch would have been much better if she called me a doxy. Anyway, continue. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so at the at this time. Now he's like 17 years old. He's an apprentice to his brother still. And he, I think it's kind of due to creative differences, basically mm-hmm. runs away. He's yeah, like, yeah. I don't want to be here anymore. Mm-hmm. So he he leaves Boston for Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And he shows up there with two loaves of bread under his arm. This part you've probably heard in your history classes. I not. He shows up with like literally no money, just with two, two loaves, loaves of bread. Wow. And so it's at this time where he meets his wife for the first time okay so she her name is deborah reed and she's 15 wait what's her what's her name deborah oh deborah i thought you're saying like Gemma reed and i was like Gemma reed oh like De- deborah last deborah name reed, reed. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. and deborah at this time is 15 okay and she's the daughter of parents who run a boarding house okay so she's standing in the doorway of her parents boarding house and she mm-hmm. sees ben franklin with his loaves of bread and he's like who is this, this yeah goofy like uh-huh. boy and ends up that he starts boarding at that boarding house with mm-hmm. the parents. Is he paying um, them in bread? I, I don't think so. <laughs> Interesting proposition. Yeah. Um, but then he, 17, and Deborah at 15 start to court then, and they fall in love. And yeah. young love, it's lovely. So they're kind of thinking about marriage, but then about a year in, he gets a job offer to go to London mm. uh, to kind of set up a printing 
Okay, and then, wait, how old is he this time? He's 18. Okay, okay. That's not, like, that's actually not that terrible. It's actually bad of an age difference. Like, he's, mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, lots of people then were just, like, marrying an old geezer, but, like, eh, already. Yeah, yeah. two yeah. years different. That yeah. seems, like, normal. Yeah, no, for sure. Okay. Healthy. Yeah. Well, that part, age-wise, healthy. The rest <laughs> of it gets a little dicey. But, yeah. so, he's 18, he gets his job offer in London, and he goes to London mm-hmm. with his friend James Ralph. And at the time, his friend, James, gets involved with a lady. And James is currently married and, like, has a wife at home. But Ben Franklin helps him, like, set up all these, like, secret trysts with this woman. Kind of for their whole time in London, which I found very scandalous. But then, so Ben is, like, helping wing woman his friend. And then, like, starts making advances at this lady. The, with the, the, the lady that his friend is fucking? Yeah. Oh, exactly. And yeah. his friend James gets pissed. Yeah. They get in a huge fight. His friend, like, cancels all the debts that he's had to Ben. And he's like, I'm not paying you because you tried to get with my woman. Whoa. It was very scandalous. So that kind of ruins that friendship. Kind of mm-hmm. puts a little bit of a damper on his time in London. Okay. But is another example of how he just cannot, like, control his... Yeah urge to get and be with women basically yes exactly so he wraps up his time in london or he's kind of in london doing his thing Mm -hmm. and during that time deborah is at home and his mother not his mother deborah's mother is like well i know you're in love with ben franklin but you need to get married like you're at that age where you know we can't wait around for him we don't know how long he'll be in london so she marries Deborah off to a man named John Rogers, and he was a potter, which again, some very fun jobs. With like, like, a, like he, he's like making pots out of like, clay. Yeah. Like he's a, okay. Yeah. Like. Um, but he ends up kind of sucking a lot. Okay. So, <laughs> one, he takes Deborah's dowry and like basically gambles it all away. So he gets like super in debt wastes everything wow. she has Jesus yeah Christ. i know this poor deborah like yeah. one she's in love with ben gets married to this guy mm-hmm. then he spends all of their money and yeah. eventually it finds out that he has a secret wife <laughs> oh my god he's a bigamist and then poor deborah okay so she's married she loves ben mm-hmm. ben's a horny fuck and then he like cheats on his friend and then he cheats on her and then she gets married because she's gotta because she's getting old in uh-huh. colonial terms. 15, her eggs it, are shriveling yeah. up. <laughs> and that, yeah, and then this guy she marries has a secret wife. This is a goddamn Lifetime movie. Yes, yes. And we're only at, like, 18 years old at this point, right? So um, John Rogers gambles everything away, gets into a lot of debt, has a secret wife, and then runs away to the West Indies and ditches Deborah in Philadelphia. Okay, wait, so the West Indies are, like, the Caribbean, right? Yeah. Okay, I have heard people say the right way to say it. Like, I've heard Rihanna say which way to say it. And I don't know if it's the Caribbean or the Caribbean. I say the Caribbean, unless it's Pirates of the Caribbean. Caribbean. I say don't Cari- know if that's uh, true. Caribbean, Caribbean. See, okay, people always make fun of me because I have to Google everything. And I'm, I'm going to Google it. Okay, keep talking. Keep talking. <laughs> Runs to the West Indies. So... At this point, Deborah's kind of, she's in a bad spot, right? She no longer has a dowry. Her husband is in the West Indies. And then she hears that he's dead. Like, it's presumed he's dead, but she doesn't have an official death record. So it's, like, not confirmed. So she's technically still married to him, even though he's likely dead and presumed dead. But there's okay. no body, Wait, no but, certificate. But, 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 like, even if he's... But even if he's dead, her marriage to him would be void because he's got a wife and kids. And I'm guessing then you couldn't get a divorce. Right. So he's gone, so she can't get the divorce. Yeah. And he's not yeah. dead, so but, it can't but, but, be, like, voided. But, like, does voided. she even need a divorce, though? Or, like, are they just being, like, you're a woman, so go fuck off? Kind of that. Okay, like, okay, okay. to have other prospects or, like, viable prospects, she kind of mm-hmm. needs that divorce. So kind of tangentially at this time, Ben's, like stock is rising basically he's you know really successful he had a good time in that printing endeavor he did in london so he's now looking for a wife and 
like has a lot of options because he's kind of like this new young up-and-comer um and all these ladies are like very interested in him so he's like not really interested in deborah anymore because all of her drama Mm -hmm. and he's doing well so he thinks he can do better but then he ends up getting a woman pregnant out of wedlock and we're not sure who the the mother is it's like apparently his biggest darkest secret he took it to the grave so like he has a kid we don't know who the mom but Mm -hmm. like he takes care of the kid he yeah he takes on the okay so so did she die or did she just like peace out into the night we don't know seems like the peace out into the night there's speculation that it's a maid from his household named barbara all right but not confirmed see okay well two things one i actually kind of love that he didn't say who it was because i'm guessing it wasn't a shame like he seems like okay if he's down to fuck whoever i feel Mm -hmm. like he's the kind of bro to be like yeah she was a maid so what Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, okay, and also side note, I did look it up. So, the correct product, the correct <laughs> pronunciation, it is of the West Indies, uh, is Caribbean. So Caribbean in the Caribbean, right? So Pirates of the Caribbean is That's the right, right way to say it because it that word comes from an indigenous tribe called the Caribs. Okay, so the Caribs. Caribbean, and it's not the Caribs, right? The Caribs, the Caribbeans, right? Okay. Basically, this is an article we were talking to some some Caribbean natives, uh, and and like apparently after well during you know colonization and by the Brits, the Brits were trying to be like, oh, the place is the Caribbean, but the adjective is the Caribbean, and no. It's Caribbean, um, but apparently within like different accents. So some people call it the Caribbean, right? But mm. like it's anywhere. But yeah, the Caribbean, the F is on B. Okay. Yeah, this I like is, that. Yeah, um, this is the knowledge that no one ever wanted. Anyway, so Ben Franklin's a bro. He doesn't uh, rat out this kid's mom. So he raises this kid. Uh, did you say if it was a boy or a girl? Or? It's a boy. It's yep. a boy. Okay. His name is William. Well, he's not quite born yet. Okay. But basically he has this child. Mm-hmm. And so he was on top of like the marriage yeah. circuit. Now he has this kid. child out yeah. of wedlock, which kind of plummets him back oh. down, right? Okay. My question is... Why couldn't so I know a thing that happened a lot back in the day is people would be like, Oh, I adopted this orphan, and I was mm. like, Oh my god, why couldn't or did he think that that was disingenuous? He wanted to own up to it, maybe that he felt like he did love that child, yeah. so maybe he didn't want to, you know, disown that I'm yeah, not the he father, was like, yeah, yeah, that's fair, yeah. So, but basically, he ends up marrying Deborah because her marriage prospects are zero. His are starting to go down. Wow. So he marries Deborah, and it's kind of mutually beneficial to both of them. Yeah. Um, and she ends up raising this child, like, as her own, um, and their name is William Franklin. Okay. And so they get married on uh, September 1st in 1730. They get common law married because she still has this husband that's alive slash dead so one ben isn't responsible for any of the debts and then two they don't get in trouble for bigamy okay in case he's not dead it was like to protect themselves legally okay okay so then deborah and benjamin franklin ended up having two children biologically themselves so they had Frances Folger Franklin and Sarah, sometimes called Sally Franklin. So another boy and a girl. Okay, why was, okay, I say this as a person with a nickname that isn't their, at all their legal name, but like why? I have no idea why okay, okay. Sarah is a nickname or Sally is a nickname for Sarah. And okay. it confused me so much when I was researching. Because right, right. sometimes they'd be calling her Sally and sometimes they'd be calling her Sarah. And I'm like, are there two children? Like these okay. seem like distinct yeah, people. For sure. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how we got there, but that's what happened. So, yeah. 
now Ben is supposedly like a happy mm-hmm. married man. But that did not put a damper on his uh, sexual exploits, let's say. Yes. So I have a quote here from kind of the Times. It's uh, a little poem, and it goes, Franklin, though plagued with fumbling age, needs nothing to excite him, but is too ready to engage when younger arms invite him. And that's kind of where we're going to go with the rest of the podcast here. He, uh, He really did like kind of all women there was definitely some younger leaning ladies but he also did dabble in kind of the older crowd as well he like a young gravy like he was very into milfs or he was just like he it seemed like he really liked the extremes okay okay okay. and maybe it was just as he got older then like the younger ladies just became older as well sure you know what i mean like when he's 80 a 50 year old is still quite a bit younger does he become or like he wasn't like super wealthy like he was well off but like he wasn't like he i mean he was well off and he was very like well respected so he did have kind of that fame yeah because there are like some old people who can like pull because because like okay hot take there's nothing wrong with marrying for money like (laughs) well there's not like marrying for love is a very new concept like Mm. i would like to marry for love Mm -hmm. right and respect but like to, to be frank if you're both aware that like this is essentially like a business proposition well because like again their feelings don't get like you might grow fond of someone and you mm-hmm. clearly like each other enough to like live together but like I, I feel like unless someone like murders someone or treats you terribly i feel like i mean again arranged marriages you know it are not new very, yeah yeah no i mean I have friends whose parents were in arranged marriages, or I actually have friends who are sugar babies, and they've gotten married, and they're happy because they're like, yeah, essentially my marriage is my job, but, like, not in a bad way. I guess as long as both parties are understand the agreement. Exactly. Or like the this, expectations. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. So, oh, no. Anyway, so my, I guess my question was, like, were there was he like pulling the young ones because he was just this well-off person and whatever it seems more like like he definitely was viewed as a celebrity at the time and so maybe not just for the money but definitely for the kind of notoriety and fame that comes along with being a okay you know we didn't the celebrity at the time is kind of a new phenomenon but it like obviously he's not on like a tv show but it's like like, oh he's important and he (sighs) diplomats of the time yeah. are like, so, big okay, deal i will say my british literature uh teacher in high school always would always be like yeah the poet laureates back in the day they were like the beatles they were the rock stars because people would read poetry mm-hmm. like they lived yeah so i mean i can see it I yeah guess, okay my other question is though so contraception after like you know they had sylphium back in the you know greek and roman and egyptian ages and sylphium apparently went extinct which was apparently a very effective birth control did he clearly he's i mean for to be blunt he's gone bareback here yeah did he have any oh yeah oh oh yeah oh so it's, okay it's speculated that he has at least 15 children out of wedlock <gasps> oh my god so like not including the three that we know about wait hello robert baratheon like 15 is quite a bit that yeah. is and that's 15 that we no, no right okay, again josiah's sperm god Just damn strong no those are good swimmers yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah so yeah to your question yes he okay, um okay. contraception is may or may not be used but it was yeah. obviously not effective also, in a number of cases was he like rolling with sif I mean, was he, or it was, were the women that he had sex with so inexperienced that they probably didn't have? So ED? there's a, a variety. Like he's with some, like you know, very yeah. inexperienced young ladies. He's mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. some old ladies, and he sure. also does definitely go to brothels and yeah, okay, you okay. know, to is see with the doxies. yes, exactly. Okay. So. I don't know if he had syphilis. Sure. I would certainly not be surprised. But sure. he okay, does, okay. and and we'll get to that in okay. some of the okay. notes here, he does have opinions on, like, it's good to have a wife because you won't get STDs, basically. Okay, okay, yeah. So he's aware that that's a thing that happens if you sleep around. Don't know if it's happened to him, though. Sure, okay. Okay, I'm going to, all right, I will yeah. withhold my <laughs> questions. All right. So... 
the kind of next thing to go into in 1745 he writes a letter to a young man like in a newspaper so kind of like a dear abby situation like writing an advice column Mm -hmm. and it's for a young man uh talking about like having a really strong raging libido and obviously something that benjamin franklin has experience with so the letter is called advice to a young man on the choice of a mistress and this is silent stupid um in a newspaper, but it's not under, like, the okay, okay. name. Okay, so it's, it's, it is Ben. It's, yeah. Okay, okay. All yeah. Right. And so he, it's all about advice on how to deal with his libido. So first he recommends taking a wife. Like, okay. that's option one, which mm-hmm. like, okay, well, so noble of you, Ben. I mean, I, okay, to be fair, though, I feel like people, people tend to shit on monogamy, but, like, if, if you pair up with somebody who has a similar temperament to you, mm-hmm. but, yeah, okay, okay, so find a wife. Right, so that's yeah. option one. Okay. The second one is, like, when you're picking your mistress mm-hmm. is to prefer an older woman to a younger one, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. very interesting, and he goes on to say, like, you should pick an older woman as a mistress because they're a better lover, and then he goes into detail about why, and these, yeah. this is the most fascinating part okay. to me. All right. So first he says, one... Older women are more helpful when you're sick. <laughs> so your, your old mistress can take care of you and bring you chicken noodle soup. That's kind of... I don't know if that's sexist or that's precious. I, I want to well, say it's precious. Sure. Well, okay. So that's in the sense that older women have probably had children. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're not going to be like... Well, people always say, like, with their first baby, they're like, oh, my God, the the the, the past fire fell on the floor. I got to wash it. And they're just like, meh. Right. They're, they're used... Yeah, okay, okay. All right, okay. Second reason he gives is there's no hazard of children. Okay. So uh, practical there and yep. kind of what we were talking about before. Like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. he was having a lot out of wedlock, but probably less than he could have because he was yeah. dabbling with these older women. Third reason, uh, older women are more prudent and discreet and they won't yep. go blabbing your business yeah. around town like a young kind of con headed young lady would for sure and also they're probably just like they've had sex before Mm -hmm. so they're just like it's not like it's not a big deal but they're also just like i'm not it's like mother maiden crone like i'm still in i'm right between mother and crone and so nobody's really cares that much if i'm boning somebody on the side like i'm not losing my virtue it's gone right exactly we're probably past that point at this Mm -hmm. um fourth reason uh, having a mistress, and not specifically an older one, but it stops a man from losing health and money on prostitutes. Okay, yeah, yeah. So he's like, you know. Save that money. Yes. Very yeah, financially. What a girl. <laughs> okay, um, Lil Dicky, David Bird, if you ever listen to this podcast, please let us know if you think that this is a money-saving tip. If you were to take a mistress, would this be something you would do to save that money? I want to know. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now the next two reasons are my favorite. Yeah. Um, So then he says, it's impossible to tell an old woman from a young woman in the dark. (laughs) (laughs) No one's like sex in the city. When Samantha's having, he's in the relationship with the old dude. Uh Everything felt the same, was the same until the lights came back on. Yes. Because if you're watching this like little old man's butt, that's fun. (laughs) (laughs) Like that song, you look better with the lights off about... Chloe Kardashian. <laughs> oh God. Okay. 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 So, yeah, that one. That one I love yeah. or hate. Not sure. Oh, yeah. And then the final reason he gives for taking an older woman as a mistress is that they're so grateful. Oh. Yeah. I know. I'm like, oh Ben. No. Yes. That's okay. Okay. So I don't know. Okay. Something tells me that from what I've heard, just like, again, TMZ is not a reliable source of information, but everybody has a friend of a friend who's, like, done a famous person. Mm -hmm. But, like, I feel like if you are only getting laid because of your, like, celebrity status, you haven't needed to, like, develop any skills. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, but also lots of people who really like sex want to be really good at sex. So, like... I feel like there's a thing. Like, is it easy for him to get laid? And, like, people are like, oh, my God, thank you, Ben Franklin, because... Uh. Or are they just, like... I don't think... Maybe then, but I don't think women are that, like, grateful. Like, oh, my God, someone's finds me pretty. They're just, like, my husband's old. I wonder if he's feeling here, like... 
there are these older women who maybe aren't getting the same attention they used to, and so they're very grateful for the attention. Yeah, I don't know, but also maybe though, like maybe they're widows. Because mm-hmm. like if you're a widow and you're that old, you're not getting anything. So like mm-hmm. that could be the thing too, right? So like that's very fair. Because like okay, let's say that especially then they were one of a certain age when they were young, they were definitely marrying an older person because typically you couldn't get married as a man until you had established you know wealth and that took a while mm-hmm. right and women were getting married younger because they were fertile got those yeah eggs. so yeah they got those eggs yeah the <laughs> eggs are fresh in the basket those are some homegrown organic bad boys um but yeah okay okay yeah so all right i guess it's fair yeah so it's not that they're not attractive but they're just like god i needed i needed some dick i needed to get dick down because you don't know <laughs> oh my god <laughs> man no you don't have vibrators until like the 50s man <laughs> So, yeah, that was Ben's, like, very good and virtuous advice to Mm -hmm. this young man. And just a reminder through all this, like, he still is married, right? But he's Mm -hmm. talking a lot about, like, this is how I pick my mistresses, which felt a little icky to me, but oh well. For the beginning, I felt a little icky, but nothing he said was inherently rude, if you really think about it, to me, because, again... He's not saying that these women are, like, so wanton. He's just like, yeah, I mean, it, it is. And, again, women are grateful to be desired. And, of course, at this time, especially, and even now, right, like, at what Hollywood, there's an expiration date. Like, of mm-hmm. course they're grateful to, like, <laughs> they're grateful to get some, I guess. And it's not because they're, like, someone finds me attractive. They're just like, oh, God, I needed this. <laughs> right? And, yeah, but no, it's, it, yeah, but, I mean, to be fair, I bet Ben Franklin looked better with the lights off too. So, uh, yes, yeah. I would. I would agree. Yeah, I, it's, yeah. Being a uh, being a writer is not exactly gonna get you as in shape as being like a stonemason, oh, right? Woof, right? Or like a blacksmith? No, like oh god, that just or a seems lumberman. Like, mm. <laughs> Yeah, we, we stay on a lumberjack, so. Lumberjack, that's yeah. the word I was looking for. Oh, God, now I feel bad because my grandpa was a lumberjack. Oh, God, okay. Didn't oh, mean I'm to sorry. make it weird. Oh, I'm sorry. So now in, we're into 1755. Mm-hmm. Ben now is 49 years old. Mm-hmm. And we're kind of now going to start to talk about some of, like, the main tricks he had in his Okay, his All life. Right. So he had a lot of, you know, side ones or maybe one night stands, but these are kind of some of his more serious, uh, what is the word? Uh, engagements. Okay, okay. Um, so he's 49 and he meets a young lady named Catherine Ray and they're okay. on a train together when they meet and she is 23 at the time mm-hmm. and they are technically distantly related by marriage. Just a fun fact. And Catherine Ray, I found to be kind of interesting as a character herself. Yeah. Um, so she, you know, had this kind of long uh, relationship with Benjamin Franklin, but she also had a relation, not a relationship. Her mentor was Ezra Stiles, who was the president of oh, Yale yeah. University. Okay, so, okay, we, we could say she had um, a working relationship. Working relationship, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or she was almost like a... There's a word for that, and it's not mentorship, but I know exactly what you mean. But yeah, like, not a friendship, but yes, okay, they were kindred spirits. Yeah, they, sure, yeah. Yeah, And I I found that very interesting that she's been, you know, befriending all of these very kind of powerful and... No, I like that, um, Yeah, I did, too. I found that very intriguing. I I will say, people tend to shit on the eccentrics, but they are by far the most fascinating people in history. Yeah. Yeah. Um, No, I'm in grad school right now, which Ellen knows. She definitely knows, but... uh, (laughs) Yeah, um, learning most of the writers that we hear about, Ben Franklin included, clearly, they tended to be definitely, they didn't really care about social, societal norms. Um, but for the most part, they seem to be more mentally healthy mm. and they tend to have better views of women because I, I feel like for them, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like pillow talk with someone who's not your wife definitely gives you pretty good insight on like maybe I'm wrong I could have no idea but I feel like and maybe Ben Franklin was a raging sexist but okay anyway yes they're buds continue (laughs) man I'm off the rails here so they are buds and they have like a pretty intense uh letter correspondence okay all the way up until Benjamin Franklin dies yeah so like 
over 40 years. How old is he when he died? He's 89, I believe. Jesus. He's 84. He's 84 years okay, old when he died. there's no way he had the SIF because... He wouldn't last that long? He well, he, not even that he wouldn't last that long, but, like, he would have been... A little bit crazy. Looney towards yeah. the end. I feel like we don't have known that. Yeah, and he does seem... Like, like pretty lucid in all of yeah. it. He's still writing letters mm-hmm. and they all seem to make sense. Sure. So him and Catherine have this relationship that's a lot of like Ben kind of making advances and yeah. Catherine yeah. be like, oh, haha, and kind of friend zoning him is the, yeah. the vibe I get. Yeah. But I think they both enjoyed kind of like the mental stimulation oh, and yeah, like for sure. having someone to banter with even through letters. Everybody loves a flirty banter. Of course. I mean, well, okay, I shouldn't say always, but like if there's like an air of respect and like you know that the person would like respect if you said no mm-hmm. then oh yeah flirty banter is top notch and, and I think that's a lot of what this was there's no like evidence that they ever had like a yeah. sexual oh, yeah. like thing happen but Ben definitely like talked it up quite yeah. a bit flirting is a ritual yeah to quote Catherine from under the test <laughs> So they they actually only met five times in their oh, like forty year forty like, year wow okay, okay well I guess a little under forty year relationship but they wrote letters kind of nonstop mm-hmm. um, which was was pretty cool so Catherine Ray ends up getting married to a a man named William Green as she's like getting ready for this marriage Ben learns out finds out about it. They talk about it yeah, yeah. and you know doesn't stop their correspondence because it's all kind also, of in how good old fun. is Anne like compared to him. She's 23 when they meet, and he's 49. Okay, okay. All right. So a 26 six year, year difference. Yeah. 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 I didn't think about that. Yeah, like, <laughs> my math. But kind of as she's preparing for this time with her husband, he has this, I thought was a kind of amusing excerpt from a letter from him. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you must practice addition to your husband's estate by industry and frugality, subtraction of unnecessary expenses, uh, multiplication, parentheses i would have gladly taught you that myself but you (laughs) thought it was time enough and wouldn't learn damn he will make you a mistress of it of the multiplication Mm -hmm. um and as to division i say let there be no divisions among ye which i thought was like a very cute excerpt one a little raunchy the multiplication part but the whole thing was like i could see why it would be fun to like write letters to ben and franklin (laughs) like i love letters i love an epistolary novel which if you don't know is also, I learned, I literally learned this term like last month because hashtag grad school big words. But uh, basically it means that it's a letter, a letter told through uh, letters back and forth instead of like direct dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, for sure. And I mean, that kind of reminds me of like the Irish blessing, right? Um, like, may you not lie, cheat, or steal. But if you have to lie, like lie with me. If you have to cheat, like cheat death. And if you have to steal, steal my heart, that kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I love that. That's like a little raunchy, you know, like I old man raunchy. Oh, for sure. And I mean, I, I think I, people tend to get, I mean, people just, they don't have a filter as they age. Like, right. okay, I have don't have much of a filter at all, right? Like, what am I going to be when you're an old when woman? I'm, well, when I am middle-aged, like, what is that? Or when I'm an old woman, good oh. God. I love that. I cannot wait to be a grandma and just wear my, my velvet tracksuits with pearls. That's what I envision for myself. I love that. See, I don't know if I'm ever going to have kids, but, like, I aspire to be the cool aunt who is always just jetting in with, like, yeah. the fun presents. You can be my, my grandchildren's, like, great, great oh, yeah. Aunt Belle. <laughs> Aunt Belle. Aunt Belle is coming in hot with cool presents. See, I also really want to be the person that's, like, here's some here's some stocks and some dividends. Uh... Yeah, like, and then they're like, oh, this is gross. And I'm like, hey, we're also going to go to ice cream, but, like, you will thank me when you're 21. And then they're like, oh, my God. There you go. Yeah, this is GameStop stock already. <laughs> is that even still a thing anymore? I don't know. Like, I, know. I know a decent amount about the stock market, but I have, I'm poor. Um, I ain't got money for that right now. okay so ben franklin is sending her a cute little raunchy wedding thing yeah and and basically their relationship ends up summing up and they continue to write back and forth and have the this uh letter writing correspondence and up until he dies Mm -hmm. so then we move into 1757 and from 1757 to 1775 Mm -hmm. ben lives in london and again Mm -hmm. just a reminder he is still married he does still have children at home but he's off in london kind of across the world doing some like diplomatic things Mm -hmm. 
And kind of a, a sad part to the story is that Deborah, his wife, is like terrified of ocean travel. Aww. So she never comes with him when he goes on his like diplomatic journeys, which I found very sad again. Okay, okay. The whole to thing. be fair though, okay, I guess I would have gone. I love to travel, but I, oh, I hate the deep ocean, the open mm. ocean. I hate, I, that's my big fear. Like I'm fine with heights. I don't like spiders and stuff. I hate yeah. millipedes, too many legs. <laughs> woof um but yeah i don't blame her the ocean yeah mm, i mean don't scary, blame man. her at all no. but but it's, it's still it's a strain because like well when you're there so the voyage is like at least two months it's it's long it's long and then he's gone doing it yeah so that's yeah that's hard i think that's interesting though that's like your biggest fear i really wanted to be a marine biologist for yeah a really long time and i'm like mm-hmm. that would have been awesome we're just out on the ocean well, okay, being so, a pirate that's very fair i don't see i think it's different when you're like on a boat like a big boat mm-hmm. right you're doing that thing that's a lot i still have the small childhood fear of being eaten by a shark in a swimming pool <laughs> So, yeah, basically in this time, she doesn't travel to Europe with him ever, and she's instead at home Mm -hmm. um, taking care. They had a store together, and Mm -hmm. she, like, kept the books and ran the store. But, anyway, between that time, the 1757, 1775, Mm -hmm. he lives in London, and he rents from a lady named Margaret Stevenson, Mm -hmm. and she's a widow who's around his age, and she also has a daughter named Polly, who's about 18 at the time when he moves in. All right. So he's renting from uh, this lady, Margaret, Mm -hmm. at number 27 Craven Street in London. Mm -hmm. And kind of soon after he gets there, he falls really ill for, like, some respiratory thing. So Miss Margaret Stevenson, like, nurses him back to health, basically. Is she his old mistress? So maybe that's where he's, you know, which the letter came first, but maybe he's like, I was so right because Margaret is nursing me back to health. Also, like, maybe, yeah, because I'm thinking, like, all right, so let's say he's sick. Why isn't his wife nursing him back to health? Well, uh, or, good. or maybe he's across the ocean when right. this is happening. Yeah, right. yeah. Okay, so he's all right, all right, all right. So yeah, he falls ill, and she nurses him back to health. Mm-hmm. And then it was super common for them to be um, like seen together, mm-hmm. basically at all times. Yeah. Um, so they'd be out in public, kind of as a couple, not so much in like a. there's a quote here I have that says not particularly passionate and it provoked very little gossip but they were like constant companions basically um so there's definitely like we think that they had kind of a long-term relationship Mm -hmm. there and kind of all stemming from that Mm -hmm. that sickness kind of during this time when he's living with them is where he starts to take a lot of air baths which oh is that when you like go outside naked yeah literally consists of him going sitting in her garden and just being naked okay so is this like is okay so i i'm very here for this i love to be (laughs) naked it's the truth um but like so is an air bath you do it whenever the time of day are you supposed to be like sunning yourself is in the evening or just whenever it's so it sounds like he's doing it during the day okay and it's well something said it was like early morning he'd be out in the gardens just naked and it's apparently he's feels like it's good for your health kind of cleanses you i mean i'm sure it's not bad for you like this is the age when like tuberculosis consumption was a big thing and Mm -hmm. when you had that they used to literally put you in like a tent outside i feel like the outside part helps you it's the naked part that's like is that necessary ben (laughs) see i don't know i mean being there's a lot of benefits actually to being nude which again i'm not going to enumerate um but there are so i mean I don't know. I feel like that's probably a thing, and he's probably not bathing a lot, so you're getting you're letting your skin breathe, just like breathe, so it's not like there. in your nasty sweaty clothes. <laughs> like granted, again, we don't have like polyester yet, but still, like, yeah, I, I'm here for an air bath. Hey, hey, Ellen, let's go for an air bath sometime. Uh, let's do it. We're gonna we'll air bath. We'll skinny dip. We'll take all the baths. I love it. Yeah. So him and Margaret have a relationship, but then also it's super suspected that he has uh, more of a sexual relationship with the daughter, Polly. <gasps> I, yeah. I, I didn't want this to come, but, like, I also kind of did. Okay, yeah. but like, okay, but also, so does the mom know that she's doing it with the daughter? So that's the thing. It's, it's not super clear if everybody knows what's going on 
if they really did have sexual relationship or not, but it is yeah. very suspected that he's basically banging both of them. I mean, I'm not shocked, but, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, I kind of knew, but also I was very curious. But, like, okay. So what's the mom's name again? Margaret. Margaret. Okay, yep. Margaret and Polly. Okay. Yep. And also, the nickname for Margaret is Peggy, so he's Peg and Peggy and Helen Polly. <laughs> There you go. Um, And so there's a couple things with Polly. So one, he has a friend come to visit him in 1767, Charles Wilson Peel. And he's an artist. Uh, Not super important, but he comes and some evidence that he's banging Polly Mm -hmm. is that um, Charles sees a 61-year-old Franklin, like, all up in the business of this young lass with Mm -hmm. this young lass in parentheses like on his lap like kissing yeah and it's we think that that young lass is polly and that they're kind of like you know Mm -hmm. naked and touching and charles apparently sees this and he's scandalized so he runs out but then has time to sit and then draw like he draw draw what he saw and i'm like as i'm reading this i'm like oh you're so scandalized but let me just really quick really quickly like draw a sketch so charles sounds like an incel (laughs) like that's what i'm getting like oh ben's getting it but i'm not getting it but charles he says he's like like scandalized yeah but that's you know some evidence that they're banging okay um so then him and polly kind of similar to him and Catherine, Mm -hmm. continue to write letters yeah. Forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and she actually comes to his deathbed. Like, when he's, Aww. like, gets sick and is dying in yeah. his old age, he, she comes and stays with him for months. So their relationship was, like, yeah. v- very deep. Does he outlive his wife? Um, he does. Yes. Okay, because, like, all I'm thinking is, okay, did you see Bridget Jones's baby? No. Okay, well, regardless... Playboy dies, and at his funeral, there's all these, all of his lovers show up, mm. right? And most of them are, like, 22-year-old models. Yes. But, like, all I'm thinking is, it's good that his wife wasn't alive, because I guarantee his deathbed was just, like, full of his lovers. Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Polly, like, does go on to marry, yeah. have children, but then, like, obviously Ben was a big part of her life, because she moves across Yeah. The does she get pond. married in the U.S.? No. Okay, she goes back across Yeah. The- Later. Okay, I, I kind of love that for her. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it feels, uh, again, this relationship felt similar to me, like, to Catherine in that, like, he really liked her kind of young and kind of curious mind. She's and like they, the ingenue. Yeah. And they talked a lot about, you know, big ideas and mm-hmm. she was kind of, like, learning and growing. And so, mm-hmm. uh, who knows what their relationship was, but... When it's when I view it that way of like she was using this as a way to mm-hmm. kind of expand her mind and stuff like that, I'm like, okay, that's fun rather than just yeah. you're being in a creepy old man. Yeah. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. so right, that is Margaret and Polly. And Ben, kind of around this time, has a quote that said that hard-to-be-governed passions of youth had hurried me frequently into intrigues with low women who fell in my way, which... Okay, so yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Low women. Um, I bad. Yeah, you're the one who's going down. Yeah, so exactly. And he around this time, like he's in Europe. Mm-hmm. He's spending a lot of time in like pubs and yeah. brothels, and he's kind of a common staple in all mm-hmm. of these establishments. And he at one point was like talking to this clergyman, and the clergy guy was like, "How do we get more people to come to church?" And Ben was like. Basically, it was like, give them a pint and people will come and... Okay, side note. I don't know if this is in your thing, but my favorite Ben Franklin quote that I've ever read is, beer is proof that God loves us. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, like, he's not wrong, but, like, I would argue, like, as we're drinking bubbly, like, wine is proof that God loves us. But, like, I also like beer, but, okay, all right. So, does the priest, like, pump out a keg? Is this a thing? I want to know. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think he went ahead with that strategy. So, okay. Next thing I have on Ben, it's suspected that he's part of this kind of cult. Like the Freemasons? Uh, It's called the Medmenhem Monks. And sometimes it's called the Hellfire Club. Okay, monks don't bone. So, like... So, this club... So, it's not confirmed that he was in it, but he was friends with a lot of the kind of high-ranking members and Mm -hmm. kind of just what we know about his... Okay. 
dabbles in debauchery. Mm-hmm. It's very suspected he's part of it. And it's a mock Masonic... Masonic? No. He's a Freemason? Monastic? Monastic. Monastic. Yeah. It's a mock monastic order. So they, like, okay. the people dress up as, like, priests and monks, and yeah. the ladies dress up as nuns, and oh. then they basically have an orgy. Oh, my God. That's... Yeah. Wow. It's a wild. And it's, yeah. like... It's, like, if you're invited, you are supposed to, like, bring extra people who you think will, like, Ow. have a fun time. That's, just that's an adventure In right an orgy there. setting. And this group kind of meets twice a year. Again, suspected he's in mm-hmm. it, not confirmed, mm-hmm. but kind of fits with, with the pattern that we're seeing yeah. there. So I thought that was a fun tidbit to throw in. I, that's a, I'm impressed by that tidbit. Like, <laughs> wow. Uh, see, okay, and again, the incidence of older men dying from presumably either an aneurysm or a, a heart attack during sex, like, I am mildly shocked that isn't how he went out. Yeah, he, well, yeah. I think he would have loved if that's how oh, absolutely. he went. Like, again, I've been, yeah, to quote, you know, uh, Tyrion Lannister in Game of Thrones, like, they say, how do you want to die? And he's like, at the age of 80 with wine in my belly and a mouth around my cock. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to get demonetized for that? I don't know. But... <laughs> Oh, if it hasn't happened, then it's happened already, so... Oh, man. Another kind of fun tidbit. There's a ceremony around this time when he's in France, and there's a ceremony, and they're paying homage to him, and they have 300 young French women that are handpicked for their physical beauty. Okay. And they come and place a crown of laurels on his head and kiss him on his cheeks. I'm... I could not figure out why they were paying homage to him, but... Just the fact that there were 300, like, hand-selected yeah. hot ladies. Okay, so all this reminds me of, and, God, you know, I don't even care if he's listening, and he knows who he is, though. Uh, so one of my ex's dads um, lives in Thailand, and he really likes sex workers, which is, all right, good okay. on you. Um, and a quote-unquote literal whoremonger, which, okay, uh, support that local economy, but... Um, <laughs> He's so well known in the uh, the sex worker world of Bangkok, Thailand, that he has a nickname. They call him Golden Tongue because he's so well known for going down on prostitutes. And apparently he's good at it. And apparently every time he shows up to the brothels, they like cheer for him. And oh they like they like want him to pick them. So that like that's all I can think about with this thing in oh France. My God, what? Right, I know. Like I don't <laughs> know if I'm, I yeah, like I think about that sometimes and I'm like, wow. Um yeah, that's a that's a whole lot. I can't Okay, okay, okay. So Ben Franklin, <laughs> three hundred hot the, French girls. Yeah. Okay. Just kissing him on the cheek. Yeah. Next we get to kind of the next big fling in his life. Mm-hmm. Um Madame Brillion de Joy question mark i know you you hate that when people don't know how to pronounce it how do you spell okay can i how do you spell it brillion is b-r-i-l-l-o-n day uh and then j-o-u-y uh madame brillion de jour madame brillion de jour (laughs) (laughs) you know what that was a great American a great chat. I'm. I am. Oh. Mm-hmm. When oh, we first started this podcast, Belle was like, "I hate when people don't know how to pronounce things." And then I knew I had a couple names coming up, and I okay. was like, "Oh no, she's to gonna kick fair, me out." Okay. To be fair, it's mostly when it's like in English, right? Mm. Or like, yeah, like I didn't fault you one bit, like for the Caribbean or whatever. Like that's fine. Like I don't know the Caribbean either, but like <laughs> the language. I'm just talking about when people like don't know how to pronounce someone's last name, or when it's like something that's like. It, like you Native American or something, and they're like, they're like light Okachabi instead of yeah. So, mm. but yeah, no, you're you're good. You're good. Okay. So this lady, Madame Brillion, she's thirty three at the time, and Ben really likes her for her banter, and mm-hmm. apparently she sits on his lap a lot. That's like a big thing that, that they do. Like an ass man. He he does. Yeah. Him and Chris Evans. <laughs> um, <laughs> They apparently really like to role play, oh. and she's a pianist. Okay, how do we know that like to role play? Are there letters of this, or like, uh, uh, like I don't doubt this, but I, I'm curious. I don't. 
I don't know. And it did not occur to me to question, like, that's, how that's do fine. we know what was... Hey, you know what? That's That doesn't seem like a like a very secretive man. So I no. guarantee he told everyone, like, hey, she likes to tie me right. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He... So she would call him Mon Cher Papa. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> my dear daddy. Oh, yeah. boy. Which I thought was very funny. Yeah. <laughs> And that was it about it, about her. I thought it was uh, interesting, the role play, and interesting, the the pianist part. Next, he moves on to a relationship with Madame Halventis, and she's a hippie and lives on this compound with, like, philosophers. Okay, he's just dating everybody. Everybody. He is literally the sexual Baskin Robbins, and I'm very like, here for it. all over the place. Which yeah. Like, very intriguing. He is... He is literally a trisexual. Like, <laughs> Samantha Jones would approve. <laughs> um, she is documented to be beautiful and widowed. She's a distant relative of Marie Antoinette. Mm-hmm. Um, and she lives this very, like, bohemian lifestyle. Uh, my favorite fun facts about her is she had a dog named Poupon and had many ducks as pets. I am obsessed. Yeah. Wait, okay, question, though. So we're still in France, right? At this commune? Uh, yes. Okay, so... Every, did she eat duck? Because A, duck is delicious, but A, but B, ducks are so cute. Um, if it's a question. Yeah. She she had a lot of ducks as pets. Okay. Maybe they were pets to be eaten. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Like, I've dated a kid who lived on a farm, kids who lived on a farm, and as also as, like, a kid. Like, me as an adult has not dated kids. Um, let's, <laughs> let's, let's clarify that oh, right God. there. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless, I have dated people uh, at appropriate ages who grew up on farms and like they treated their cows well they had names and they also ate them for dinner eventually which yeah it's weird but i get it it happens yeah so ben franklin proposed marriage to her quite a few times um but she would always turn him down basically saying like my first husband was like the love of my life basically and mm-hmm. I'm, i don't want to marry you but i'm down to sure keep banging you or whatever she i think part of the reason maybe he was really into her is that she wore very little clothing in the garden so kind of similar to his air baths that mm-hmm. he likes to take sure and to me i was like oh kindred spirits yeah ben had john adams and abigail adams come and visit this woman uh, madame helventis mm-hmm. and they are very you know conservative and kind of puritan yeah. uh style and so when they come to visit her they are like scandalized so like this oh. woman is not wearing clothes wow. in the garden her dog pees on the floor while they're visiting and she wipes it up with her skirts and mm-hmm. i thought that was just a maybe a a show of of ben franklin's like infatuation with her like hmm. your friends are probably not gonna like her but he's like wow she's amazing and and, yeah. and i'm gonna <laughs> introduce you mm-hmm. that kind of wraps up her um, around this time, I also saw a lot of things about, like, we talked about him being a celebrity, and people were really taken by his fur hats that he would wear around. Okay, are we, like, no, this is pre-John Jacob Astor, but, like, wow. Yeah. I mean, so the man's a stylin'. He mm-hmm. is a, clearly he can pull. I, what can't Ben do? Basically, I don't know. He's yeah. an inventor. He's a womanizer. Yeah. He's a politician. He's... He's, he's got great. He's got four hats. He's got four hats. Yeah. What else can he do? <laughs> so, kind of a sad turn of this. So he's like has all these mm-hmm. uh, engagements, and his wife Deborah is like writing him letters, like you know, when are you going to come home? Mm-hmm. Um, I miss you. Blah blah blah. She doesn't want to come see him, okay. um, and she ends up having a stroke at one point in writes to him like Mm -hmm. i'm not doing well i had a stroke and he's like oh i'm he he always keeps telling her oh i'll come home and then when the date comes he pushes it and she eventually ends up dying and he never comes home to see her like after she has a stroke especially and so she dies alone which (gasps) broke my heart that part of the story broke my heart because he's out here that's so awful yeah yeah horrible horrible Mm. um but then Uh, kind of on a happier note i guess like all of these ladies we just talked about what like three or four of his like more serious engagements they continued to send love letters back and forth kind of till his death um and then you know polly like we talked about comes to his deathbed so he has all these kind of intense relationships and and is able to keep them but like not able to sustain that with his wife which is intriguing to me okay so i'm not 
excusing his behavior, but part of me wonders if Ben really appreciated a independent, liberated woman. Because, mm. um, like, okay, so let's say someone's your mistress, right? Clearly they're, they don't feel like they're bound by social conventions of marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, clearly they are, you know, they're in charge of their own stuff. And, like, his wife, she marries him because she's in their prospects, right? She doesn't marry him. I mean, they did once love each other, but, like, yeah. and these women, sure, like, he has seduced or, like, enthralled them in some way, but... Yeah, no. So I that that's what strikes it to me. Um, also, again with my uh, prolific googling, I did look up contraception uh-huh. during this time, and something tells me I want to be on contraception episode. But this is kind of the time when, like, so do you know what a diaphragm is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like if you don't know, it's like a little like a little cup that you toss. It's like a menstrual cup, but it's supposed to like prevent sperm from getting in. Um, it is a physical goalie. Uh, but this is the, that started becoming used and people used to use like literally hollowed out like half a lemon rind. Uh, that was a big thing. Um, but then we also have, so they're literally called female preparations. So women used to use a homemade herbal douche. So like a douche is basically like, so douche in French is a shower. Um, and a douche is like you're cleaning out your insides. Um, fun fact, Lysol was actually invented to be a douche, a vaginal rinse agent. No. Oh, yep. my God. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Getting, uh, like, a yeast infection I, thinking about that. Hey, if you keep using Lysol, ain't no yeast going to grow up in there. Oh, my God. I know. And you got to keep using it because Okay, you- and for our listeners, you're not supposed to do things like that. You're nope. not supposed to squirt anything up no, there. No, literally any uh, feminine hygiene product uh, that is meant to keep it clean down there. Uh, no, no, don't use that. Um, anyway, yes, they're doing that. Um, but for the most part, um, these herbal douches were A, um, a natural spermicide, uh, which kills the sperm. No sperm, no baby. Um, and they were basically it's called a hostile environment when you know the egg cannot implant this is essentially what um, plan b does it a prevents you from ovulating but if it does happen it makes your womb a hostile environment but also i love that i know it's called it's a little it's a hostile environment um yeah but basically there was a pregnancy discovered so they say they're elixirs, but most of these, so they're called amenagogues. So there's two things. There's abortifacients and there's amenagogues. So, and a lot of them kind of coincide. Basically, an abortifacient causes an abortion. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the ways these things work. So an amenagogue is something that naturally starts menstruation. And as we know, typically you don't menstruate while you're pregnant. And if you bleed when you're pregnant, it's a sign you're having a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. So if you take an amenagogue early during pregnancy it's probably going to make your uterine lining shed and that's going to take out anything that may be implanted within that uterus so um these are called uh female preparations so yes this is what happened during that time um i don't know how we got in that tangent but yeah so (laughs) this is anyway uh so it's like if we're thinking then like ladies can be or might have been using some of these contraceptions like and the fact that he has 15 children out of wedlock just think of all all of the yeah all the things opportunities to have others where were we at before i went down so we're now at basically ben is an old man he comes home i guess now we're like you know he's 84 years old he's on his deathbed he's writing letters to all these ladies polly comes to see him and and kind of that's how it wraps up, right? Yeah. Like he doesn't have his wife at his side because she's dead, but he has these other ladies and all of these other um, engagements. Mm-hmm. And I have a quote here from Madame Brillion, who was one of his mm-hmm. trysts, and she says that gaiety and that gallantry that caused all women to love you because you loved them all. Aww. And I thought that was so precious. That it was very like, precious. All these ladies are into you, and it's because you just love all the ladies. See again, like. <laughs> There's a lot to say, like, terrible he cheated on his wife and essentially kind of, just kind of an afterthought. However, and again, no one is perfect, and this mm-hmm. is a very unique example, but he does seem to be a pretty ethical human and that he treated people well. It like, does seem like the ladies he was... Um, he treated them, yeah. Yeah, like that his, he treated them well. And, like, I don't... 
like, of course we can't know if he was, like, a sexual deviant and that he was a, a sexual predator. But I also feel like there would be some mention of this. It, it was concerning to me that there were a lot of those young ladies yes. mentioned, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 18, 23, and mm-hmm. he's, like, a grown, grown yeah. man. But, but... The time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's a whole thing. But again, like, consent is a thing. And sure, there can be pressures. But at the same time, and again, I could be totally wrong, but I get a vibe that he wouldn't be into it if they weren't into it. Mm. Right? And it does seem like a lot of... Ben, he's really into kind of, like, the chase and the, yeah. the flirtation. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why his, like, letters mm-hmm. are, prevailed for so long. Like, it, all of these ladies, there was the the one that he proposed marriage to. But most of the time, he wasn't interested in something no. serious. He was interested in, like, the the fun and the flirtation. Yeah, for sure. Um, and even, you know, Catherine Ray, where nothing yeah, happened. physical happened, he enjoyed that kind of mental stimulation and that uh the the chase for for yeah, lack for of a sure. better word yeah the flirting i mean again it's the tension if the tension never goes away it still gets fun like mm-hmm. and that's not to say that like things stop being fun when you get in a relationship with some like that early like oh, period it's i <laughs> i like that i like that for them yeah yeah so that kind of wraps up what i've got on ben on top of the scientist, the inventor that I thought he was, he's also quite the ladies' man. Yeah. And kind of gave a little new color to him. A little bit mm-hmm. of a hot goss, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. You can email us if you have some salacious topics you'd like us to cover. Yeah. Our email is hotgosshistory at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at hotgosshistory.com. 